Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Born in trouble. In and out the frame, out your flame. Hey, what's good? Welcome to the 14th episode of Born in Trouble. I'm your host, John X. Working with the Skeleton Crew tonight. It's me and your boy, Grant. What's going on? Grant, say what's up, Joe. What up, though? How's everything, man? Everything is good. Everything is everything right now. We have a Skeleton Crew tonight because uh, we had a little mix-up with our guest who was supposed to be um, Mr. Winston Meikle, who was coming to um, talk to us about COVID and as well as a lot of other topics. He always has a lot to say. Unfortunately, we got our signals crossed, and um, he won't be joining us today, but we're going to work something out to get him on here pretty soon because what he has to say is always very relevant, especially on the topic of uh, dealing with this with this disease or this situation, whatever you want to call it and everything. Um, Mr. Brooks is actually working for the man today, so I'm going to give him a clap. <laughs> working for the man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rob getting his radio voice on. Getting his radio voice on. He got his job right now. Bringing the greater metro Philadelphia area their baseball. Baseball <laughs> broadcast. He doesn't actually talk on those broadcasts. Though. I think he, I don't know, he might be doing the after game now. I don't know. We had talked about it early in the year. Yeah. Something I like thought that. he was. Do- oh no, he does. Uh, when he does the Drexel games, Drexel games, he's like he does, live. Yeah. He's live, right? And uh, Mr. Uh, Gene Hopkins, we're gonna give him a round of applause, even though he's not here right now. He may be joining us later. He's at some type of meeting out there in California. I don't know if he's on a surfboard, whether he's. Working on the whether the Beach Boys are there. I don't know how they have meetings yeah. in California. He's on CP time. You think so? Is he wearing Crocs Cali- right now? Cali- California Pacific. California um, Pacific. You think he's in Crocs? Yeah. yeah. He's got Crocs on oh, right absolutely. Now? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm got gonna, his toes out and everything. I'm going to give him a round of applause for wearing Crocs. Because <laughs> you know, the brother man, he's like working. Working for a living. I ain't even mad at you right now. But uh, hopefully he'll be coming and joining us earlier. But, you know, this is show business. And this is my original OG, Mr. Grant Lancaster. Yeah. You so know, monkeys don't stop no show. That's right. The show must go on. <laughs> the show must go on. No matter what. So we may not have all the crazy interruptions right now and any any. Side comments, maybe actually I'll get through the show with my head intact because it's just you, Grant. It's just me and you, bro. Right. Yeah, man. Yeah, we're gonna we got we gotta keep it nice. All right. Third third floor Drew represent. That's right. Third That's right. Drew. Third world, baby. Third world, baby. That's right. So we're gonna get right into it right now. And this will give us more to say. Now the people with the most relevant, most most well thought out comments can actually like really have a discussion. <laughs> <laughs> the grown-ups is here. Right. <laughs> the grown-ups is here. 
after last week having Miss Mingle, and that was a that was a fun show. Oh, uh, bruh. Melissa, man. Big shout out to Melissa. Yeah, man. Melissa is everything, bruh. She's still fine as wine, too. She still is fine. It's like that childless sister. Yeah, man. It don't crack. It don't crack. It don't crack. Don't crack. That was a that was like the bug thing, man. Like when I um when I moved out to Brentwood, right? So I moved 10th grade, I moved to Brentwood. I was 14. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 14 years old. Right. It was it was crazy. Like Cats was already like coupled up. This was the first time, mm-hmm. like in in Detroit, man. Like it wasn't it wasn't a whole bunch of uh it wasn't a whole bunch of like couples that stayed couples. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And people like kids in New York, man, like 14 year old kids had had relationships since like for like three four years. It's the suburban, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the suburban effect. It's the New York effect. You know that's what we do. If you live in the city. I remember um, people I knew in the city, they used to say there's nothing to do except for X, Y, and Z and fuck. Right. You know, that <laughs> right. was like their expression. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing to do. So, and um, generations have proven that to be the, to be the yeah, case. Man. You know, like I said, I just, I just found that shit to be so ill, man. Like cats were so young and yet so committed to one another. It was unheard of, man. I'm like, how 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 the hell are you that convinced already? You know what I mean? Like you you 13, you 13, 14, 15 years old, and you convinced that this is the motherfucker you're supposed to be with for the rest of your life? Fuck out of here. Well, well, there were some people, there were people that had like, you know, kids and families. There I remember one couple. Yeah. They had like two kids, you know, three kids by graduation. So that's yeah, I'm hip. Yeah, that wasn't me. I wasn't like I wasn't tied. I wasn't tethering myself up with anyone. I was playing ball, so I had to be. I had to be available. You know, Casey right. was a cheerleader on another school. You know, mm-hmm. she needed a date for a prom or a ladder to get out her window. You know, I right. Um, this is what we did. That's uh. Did did you go to the prom? Who'd you go with? I didn't go to the prom. Oh, you didn't go. I didn't go to the prom. I didn't yeah. go. I didn't go because I didn't. It's kind of fucked up to say now, you know, to think about the say now. But it's like most of my I felt like most of my friends had either graduated the year before. And the only other like really person I was really close to was Brooks. And he was like the year behind and everything. Right. right. Wasn't like there was any like super duper. I just didn't say I have people always say like. Um, X, like when you were 18, you were already 24. I was too cool for that shit. And yeah. I didn't really regret it. I went to someone else's prom. You mm-hmm. know, I went to someone else's prom as a date, but I didn't go to my own and everything. I had already school for me was yeah. like school for me. And I'm sure like it was probably the same way for you. By the time we were in 12th grade, I still remember I pretty much had all my credits already. So it's like, right, me too. Yeah. So we had to make up, you had to make up, you choose like electives, you have to take, uh, except what do you have to take English or something like that? And that was the yeah. only class that you had to pass, you know? Yeah, so I, 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 my elective was like calculus or some, some stupid shit like that. I like, I took a, yeah. I took a hard class. Yeah. I, w- I was just there. To, I was just there to play sports. So I didn't want anything like hard or difficult. I go home mm-hmm. for come back for football practice, go home, come back for basketball practice. And last year was like kind of like a easy year. It was all about having fun and causing problems and getting ladders up the windows. 
<laughs> right. Yeah. It, like I said, man, it was it was a uh, Brentwood was it was it was such a different experience, man. Like so when we when when I left Brentwood going to going to Howard when we left, like I really like literally I thought like Brentwood would just kind of forget about me. You know what I'm saying? Cause cause I, I mean I had only been there like a couple years, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But and it's it's funny, man, like how even though I you know, we came back when we when we was gonna do the hip hop thing, we came back and I was there for a few more years. But like it it's just funny, man. Like like people like think I'm I'm ingrained in the in, in people's mentalities, you know what I mean? Like from that time, you know what I mean? Like June, you know, when I see Junior, when I see Eric. You know what I'm saying? When I see y'all, you know, like Melissa was like, what what junior high did you go to? And I'm like, I ain't going to junior high. Right. Well, you were, but you were part of the hip hop, part of the whole hip hop world there. And that's yeah. like, that's really even more important. Like cats, I was thinking about it the other day. We were talking about Craig and um, it was his birthday a couple of weeks ago. And a lot of people had put up a happy birthday to him, but there are very few mm-hmm. people that really know him as well as you do, you know? Right. There's a lot of people that will take credit, but we all know what that we all know what that's about. Everybody wants to be like uh whatever. I generally don't talk about it. I just like leave it alone. Yeah. I you know, I, I don't I've told people um some stuff about Craig, you know, just kinda because people are interested, you know what I mean? Like yeah. when they when they find out, you know, particularly me being from Detroit and then how how did you connect with Craig Mack? You know what I'm saying? Like when people hear that shit. They like want to know some shit, and mm-hmm. it, you know it's just it's just bugged out, man. Like the shit that people think, mm-hmm. and then like the little documentary that was out, and you know they had the little video with him at at the little cult or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like like people had so many questions about that shit, and then like when I talked to the dude, uh, the dude that was doing the, the documentary, I don't even know if that ever came out or whatever. No, it didn't, and I'm glad yeah. it, it at least it hasn't so far. And I hope it doesn't because, like, you know, I went and I did an interview for it and I, I like, almost instantly regret it. I think I called you about it. You yeah, yeah, because he, cause he, he, get, he, he called me about it. Yeah. And when he called me, when he called me, I just, like, his whole vibe was just, like, off. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't, I didn't like the way that he was, the questions that he was asking. Mm-hmm. It was like he was trying to shit, he was trying to shit on him, basically. Yeah, basically that's a that's what I got from the project, and I kind of told them at the end. I was like, uh, you know, y'all just really trying to shit on this dude, and you don't know what his struggle is. You can't talk about you can't talk about anything bad about him without knowing all the stuff that he went through beforehand, and that was right. the reason why. The reason why we were that the reason why me and him ever got tight really was because of you. I used to see him over at your house. But right. they, a lot of these people, they weren't trying to. They weren't trying to help Craig when he needed a place to live, and everything. They weren't coming through with things to help him out before he became, yeah. you know, what it was, and everything. It's just, it just, it's just, it is. But that's the that's the nature of people. Yeah, I I think uh, you know I think people have that you know like when you see it when you see a car accident or whatever you know people slow down to, to see kind of what happened, right. and I think. You know, like it's there's so many there was so many unanswered questions kind of about Craig. Like, how do you go from flavor in your ear and get down and making moves with Puff and, you know, gold album and gold singles and platinum singles and all that? How do you go from that to never making another record? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like people just don't people people have a lot of questions about it, man. And, you know, it, 
I mean, this, this, the story is what the story is. You know what I mean? It, it It's just, it's unfortunate. It is. You know un- it is unfortunate. When I look at it at the end, what always um, comes to mind with me is the fact that he left. Right. Like, I, I, I saw Craig. I don't even, I don't even, you know, the years they like, you know, they meld. There was a long time where I didn't see him for a long time. And I've told you that story before about what happened. We went and hung out and so on. I'm not going to share that with everybody because, like, I'm just not. You know what I'm saying? It's none of their right. business. But, um, you know, my take, what people don't understand about with me and him is that me and him were, we had resolved whatever our relationship was years prior to that, you know. Right. And to me, the most telling thing, knowing Craig and having spent so much time with him late at night, playing video games and talking like a real friendship, never on his payroll, never none of that shit, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's like, I was able to talk to him and be around him like a normal person. Won't ride in his dick. Won't trying to do X, Y, and Z. Like, you know, um, from that point, what I saw was that he left whatever it was that was, that people see as being so great. He obviously didn't think it was that great. And he decided to leave and go live a simpler life. And when I saw his interview, it was like, you could tell he was like sending out little certain codes and messages and everything. And it was just Mm -hmm. basically like he was, I'm content with where I am. And that was really it. So whatever happened and however people feel about that minister, that pastor and everything, I have my own personal feelings about him personally. I think that Craig at the end of the day won. He's not dead or well, he is dead, but he didn't die because of that. He wasn't involved right. in that situation. Um, he made one of the greatest songs ever and everything. Mm-hmm. No doubt. One of the stories I always hear is uh, who wrote Flavor in Your Ear? Craig wrote Flavor in Your Ear. Just like, you right. know, to get rid of that, like, you know, story, like, right away. And how do I know I was there? I was there when he came home from the studio with the beat. I was there when he was writing it. I was there when he came in and said, how does this sound? How does this sound? Because that was like everything. That was what we did mm-hmm. with everything. Right. So it's like there's no other, like I hear all these other stories. There are no other stories. You know, they full of shit. But it's like the whole point is, though, it's like um, I don't I don't I don't believe that you should make your money by by shitting on someone else's legacy. Right. Well, especially not somebody that you don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Just kind of just to kind of circle back to the documentary piece. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the impetus was for the documentary. And I could be I could be 100 percent off base. Mm -hmm. You know, what I mean, I just had the brief conversation with the cat. You know, it might have been it might have been a 10 or 15 minute conversation that I had with him, if that. Mm -hmm. And like I said, the vibe that I got, my man was just it was just it was greasy. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't it wasn't clean. It wasn't it wasn't genuine. It wasn't from a place of 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 actually trying to get to know what he was and who he was. Right. You know what I mean? It was it was a totally different vibe. Oh, which yeah. is why I didn't fuck with it. Oh yeah, what I was told you is know? only only focus on answers from here to here. And I'm like, how the fuck can I do that? You know what I'm saying? Cause I was here from like, you know, from here all the way through here. It's like, you know, so right. basically you're looking for a certain response. And I know a little bit more about the background of that. So it's, um, I'm not going to indict anybody, but I just feel like, you know, if you don't, if you don't want to celebrate, everybody's got good and everybody's got bad. 
That's right, right. There's none of us that are walking out of this earth with a clean slate. So, indeed, don't tell indeed. me like you know about whatever he had his problems, he had his issues, and we all know what they are. And he had his like you know he had his good points and his bad points. But I laughed, I laughed harder with him than I did with most people. Oh, bro, listen, he was hilarious, dude. Hilarious, he was hilarious. hilarious. Yeah, man. And hilarious. I mean, and you know the 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 beef the the problems that we had at at the end of um like when his career was kind of coming to an end. I mean, he, when he brought me up, when he called me, he called me at City Wings in DC and was like, yo, I want, why don't you come do this work with me? We're going to go see the world. Right. So I come up there, you know, I let him, I kind of let him talk me into it because I'm already doing, I'm already good with City right. Wings at, in DC. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I let him talk me into it and it wasn't, it, it ain't like it was hard. You know what I'm saying? Because this right. is shit that we have been doing. We have been talking about doing since you know, 85. Right. He had been talking about doing this shit. So, you know, when it when it pops up in 94, 95, it's like, all right, shit, let's do it. Yeah. So, you know, but then when the situation went bad, you know, he and I had, we had a couple of falling outs and we left on bad terms. So, you know, a few years later, um, we I get a call from him. You know, he's already in South Carolina at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and we squashed it, man. And, I, and, and we squashed it because I told him, I said, B, I'm not, I wasn't mad at you necessarily. You know what I'm saying? I didn't like the situation. There's certain shit that happened that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it, it didn't have nothing to do with you. I said, listen, man, everything, like every dream that I had as a, as, as a young man, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? At, at 15, 16, 17 years old, you made that shit happen for me, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I I I will always I will always be in the red with you. You know what I'm saying? Because you took you took me around the world. You showed me all kinds of shit. Yeah. You you made it possible for me to do all the things that I wanted to do from the time I was I was 14, 15 years old. Right. So I can never I can never be mad. At you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So you know, so you know, and we're just gonna. Leave that topic on that. You yeah, know, no doubt. Stop trying to hate on my brother. Stop, you know, trying to profit off of my brother. Stop trying to, like, you know, it is what it is. I can say bad. You see, I forget sometimes because I feel like I can say bad things about my friends, you know, but I forget that other people are going to take it the wrong way. Right. You know. We have to be careful who you say it to. Exactly. So And it's in like, what spirit... In what spirit they take it. Exactly. Exactly. So we'll just like leave that at that. You know, it's just like that. You know, they getting on some Kwame Brown level shit. You know, we don't want to bring it to that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. So (laughs) like this. Start calling people out for their skin tones and everything. (laughs) Right. Let me tell you something, bro. This is the ultimate bitch made shit. (laughs) I mean, I the ultimate, bro. It's all just based on fucking feelings and opinions. Emotions. It ain't no, yeah, it ain't no factual <laughs> shit. This is just, oh, you don't like me. <laughs> Fuck out of here, nigga. It's like watching all my children. <laughs> you, rich, you rich motherfuckers, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up already. God damn it. God damn it. I have to, I have to say I can't. 
Like, um, I did the Tuesday talk with Dr. Kimye and, um, we, we kind of, we were, we were texting after that. Like we, I talked about it a little bit on the show, but I ain't get into none of the gossip cause I ain't no chick. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a chick, you know? So it's like, I can't. (laughs) And she was like, you know, I was like, I might, she was asking like, you know, what might we talk about? I said, well, I might bring it up. You know, she's like, well, then that makes you a gossiper too. (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, yeah. nah. I but am this, this but nah. This this is the car wreck though. You know what I'm saying? Like this is this is what our society has devolved to, bro. Like every every fucking car wreck that you see from and and this it's yeah. it's ingrained in us, man. Like how how long has how long has fucking real world, real housewives mm. Uh, sixteen and pregnant, all them, all them fucking goofy ass shows that come on TV and make people believe that drama is just a natural fucking part of life. Like every situation has to be over dramatized and made into some shit that everybody wants to fucking see. You know what I mean, like, don't nobody give a fuck about it, Kwame Brown. I mean, is, let let the brother live, let man. Let the brother live. It, it's no wonder why soap operas, most of the soap operas, are no longer on the air because. <laughs> Right. We live that motherfucker. Motherfuckers is living that right. shit. I hate exactly. that. I hate that housewives show. You know, but my girl is like, yo, you gotta watch the house. No, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Bunch of drunk motherfuckers. They get up and they get drunk. I was doing that in 1988. <laughs> <laughs> right. With well, no cameras. Drunk, with no cameras. Drunk, yeah, but I was. With no yeah. cameras. And let me tell you, it was much more fun that way. It really was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, these motherfuckers want evidence of everything that they do. Oh, man. Yeah. It's and, like and, terrible. And that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, I, I just don't, I don't understand. I don't understand the mentality. But that's not how I was brought up. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, my oldest daughter, she's 22. You know, this is her life. Right. You know what I'm saying? She's she been, she been watching people. Right. She's been Damn. watching people destroy themselves on camera since she's been, <laughs> she, she been five years old, B. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? She's been watching people destroy their fucking lives on camera. And now, you know, she's got a little YouTube channel. You know, that, that she, daughter? you know, I mean, she, yeah. I yeah. mean, she talks about like her dog and, mm-hmm. you know, just little shit. Like she had a thing for her mother's birthday. Um, you know, so it's just little shit. But I can easily see how it could go off the rails. Right. You know what I'm saying if if she was if she was desperate for likes, desperate for views. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if that was her, if that was her, if she didn't know, you know what I'm saying, that daddy loved her to death. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the same reason <laughs> girls become <laughs> prostitutes. <laughs> her shit her shit might be out there. You know what I mean? She might be on IG. She might be on IG shaking ass. Yeah, yeah, because daddy don't try, love her. Try, Daddy at yeah, the club. Trying to, get, trying to get the title influencer. What the <laughs> fuck is an influencer? <laughs> These motherfuckers, man. They done made, made up shit and, and monet, they done monetize shit that ain't even something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How the fuck? How the hell you do that? I don't know. That, that just shows they're smarter than us, bro. They're smarter <laughs> right. than us. Yeah. Well, yeah, they take they take advantage of the, they know they know the situation and they take advantage of the situation. I ain't mad at them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying I just I just choose to not really participate. 
Yeah, I mean, some people could point the finger at me and say, well, what are you trying to do with this podcast, man? Aren't you trying to do the same thing? Uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen. Like, Yo, you know, not really. We're here. We usually, you know, when we have a full panel. We're usually addressing, like, at least relevant stuff. And it's yeah. and it's a little bit, it's deeper than just our opinions or our feelings. You know, somebody might cry every now and then, but that's because right. we make each other cry because we mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is this is years and years of built up frustration against each other. That's right. That's so, right. So, <laughs> so we get to play each other. That's but right. Don't you try to don't you try to play. Don't you stuff. come at it. Don't you come at it. <laughs> right. We yeah. will get you. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, like, like I said, man, I just, I just don't want to. I like, I can't. I don't understand why, why everything, everything is not broadcast worthy. You know what I mean? From your Facebook posts. I mean, young kids ain't really posting on Facebook. They doing Instagram Instagram and TikTok and Twitter and Twitch and all that shit. But every, every thought that you have is not broadcast worthy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you gotta, you gotta look at. Eventually, you're not gonna be 22. You're not going to be 18. You're not going to be 16. You know what right. I mean? And it's go and some of this shit can easily come back to haunt you. You know, like if if there are still jobs in in you know the next 15, 20 years, right? Because who knows? It, it it may be no jobs. It may just be you know what I mean? Like uh, what's what's that? I can't think of that cartoon um, where like everything is just automated and everybody's all the Jetsons. No. It's, it's, <laughs> They still had him going to work. He was punching <laughs> buttons. I'm sure they could have made something that he didn't have to punch them damn buttons, but then what would George do? They had robots to do everything except the one thing that robots could easily do, which was push the buttons that George pushed. Yeah, well, so, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It's a cartoon, though. But, so it's like, yeah. you know, now we're criticizing cartoons. Are we in our feelings right now? Damn it, no. they ruined my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this is not a criticism. A criticism is, you know, trying to cancel Bugs Bunny or some, you know, what yeah. I mean? some shit like that. Yeah. I mean, I get it. You know, the time, the time was what it was, and the jokes were what they were. But I mean, at some point, you got to get over yourself. Yeah. You know well, what I'm saying? Like you said, it's like we're in a generation of feelings. And everything, everything, everybody feels aggressed. You know, I I find it hilarious. You know, one thing I wanted to talk to Dr. Kimye about, she'll be on next week, but, you know, I had an interaction like, you know, I'm I'm on the Internet sometimes. I'm in a Nets group. You know, we're very happy. You know, we got Kyrie on our team, though. Kyrie, he just gives them white boys fits. He gives them fits. Cause he's like, you know, I'm I'm not gonna play tonight. He just comes up. He don't make no announcement. I'm not gonna play. It just comes up, and then he just leaves them to go up on the boards and just suppose why he's not playing tonight and everything. <laughs> and they just come up with all these different ideas. It's a mental health night and all this other stuff. And I got into it with this dude the other day. I didn't really get into it with him because, like, he he's just a dullard. You know, he told right. me that he told me that I'm not a net fan. You know, that was like a good thing. You know, he told me I don't know my, you know, so I, I guess he knows that because we're close. Right. I just met him, but we're close. But um, Listen. he was upset that Kyrie 
you know, said that after a game, he was like, there's a lot of stuff going on in Palestine. And I'm not really thinking about the results of this game right now because I know a lot of people are suffering in Palestine tonight and everything. So he was like, oh, he needs a mental health night. And, like, you know, and this guy is like an idiot. And they're basically trying to set up if the Nets don't win the championship, it's because Kyrie Irving and Palestine. And my comment was simply like, I'm sure if the Nets don't win, it's probably going to be because of a player or another team (laughs) doing something. Not because yeah. Kyrie's thinking about Palestine, but he. he but this, but go ahead. this this is Brett Favre though. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't know. I don't know if you saw, but Brett Favre was like, when I when I turn on football, I don't want to see no. I don't want to hear your motherfucking opinion. Yeah. About shit that's going on in the world. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the that's the mentality of a lot of people. Right. You know what I'm saying that you know the good old boy network is what it is. Right. And and you know Brett Favre, you know just because I you know I just thought that was some bullshit to say, you know what I'm saying? But he he's a he's a huge part of that that whole shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, of course he would be. He used to send out dick pics to like, (laughs) you know, he came came to the Jets and everything, and you know he was whatever he was. But you know the biggest thing you remember him from is not for anything that he did on the field, but for. Sending like an invitation to a very to a very attractive woman that he saw, and everything, and he figured that that was the way that he was going to seal the deal. You know, right. he went from the '60s where men would send roses and like <laughs> bottles of champagne, you know, little trinkets of your affection. You know, yeah. get her well, a get her a love necklace or a trinkets. bracelet. He did. He, he said, sent pictures of his little trinkets. Yes, he said three little trinkets. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh yeah, this is gonna this is gonna really turn you on. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, even right. if she, you know, even if she was into that, you know, I, I can imagine that like your forwardness would probably give her pause. You know, just saying, you know. Yeah, well, well dating well, advice. Mean, just a little dating well, advice. He's you don't athlete, lead man, he ain't got no game. Dude, you don't lead with the dick pic. You don't lead he's with the athlete. dick pic. He's an athlete, man. He ain't got no game. Yeah. He ain't never had to have no game. That's true. That's you true. You know what I'm saying? When you, when you, you know, 6'5", however tall Brett Favre is, and you throw the ball 90 yards and whatever, whatever, you the star quarterback, what, what kind of game do you got to have? You know, you step off. Your game is on the field. Well, obviously, he had to have more than a dick pic, or else we wouldn't be talking about it. You know, <laughs> so... Yeah, he had a strong arm. Yeah, then, it, yeah, then again, arm. you know, that's what it is. He had a strong arm, but he misread that defense. So, <laughs> <laughs> he misread that defense completely. Yeah. You yeah. understand when he needed to crack that code, it was not working for him. <laughs> you know, so. Hey, he gave it the old college try. Yeah. I mean, look, I ain't, I ain't mad at you, man. You know, handle your scandal, playboy. Yeah, yeah. But. You know, if anyone's listening to this, that is not an opener. It's a closer by uh, request. Yes. And only and, and only if you have something to close with. Otherwise, listen, sell your other skills, bro. Sell your other skills. Because <laughs> listen. I can cook that an omelet. That should get you locked up. That yeah. should get you locked up quick, fast, and in a hurry in these, in these times. You need to be. Because her feelings was hurt. Yeah. Her feelings was hurt. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. Now, if he would have, if he would have told her, "Listen, in the morning, I make a great tomato and cheese omelet." <laughs> right. 
You know, that might have went over better. Right. You know, I brush your, I give great massages. None of these things are anything that I've ever used, by the way, because I can't right. give away the, I couldn't give away the secret treasure trove of, you know, of things, you know. Yeah, of, of one-liners? Of one-liners, yes. <laughs> yeah, you got you to gotta be careful about the massage, too. Yeah, you do. In these days and times. You do. You can't really, you can't really offer massages up. Yeah, like yeah. How, so. How do, how do you even how do you even hit on somebody now? You know I'm saying know. like that's this is this is a question that has to be answered. I don't you know. know. What I'm saying like you can't you can't approach a woman and try to crack on her because you don't know how the fuck she might feel about what you just said, mm-hmm. and police might be at your door. You could lose your job based on some shit that she said you said. All I can say is it's a great time to be in a relationship. That's it. Cause I just like I just stare. I don't say anything, you know. When they come up to me and they and they when they come up to me and they start talking, I'm afraid to say hi back, right? You know, because like those things get flipped too. You know, hi, yeah. you know, like how you doing? Oh, real good and everything. Oh, you look very nice. Side eye, quick, yeah. quick walk away. You know, oh, he scared me. He tried to hit on me. These people are mental. Mm-hmm. They don't have they don't have the same type of social skills that we have from that were developed from going to parties and bars and having conversations and like everything is an aggression, you know, and like this guy, this guy was like really behaving like a female and everything. He was he was um, I won't say like a female because as the doctor told me, it would be wrong for me to say something like that. Can't wait to get her in here again. <laughs> <laughs> Get here right. She's probably gonna listen to yeah. this. She's gonna be like, "Oh no, he did." Oh yes, I did. <laughs> best thing she said was that Rakim is the best is the best MC ever, and everything. So we're we're there. What's the room again? Uh, twelve forty down at the end. Ooh, what's that? Sammy, don't touch that. That's someone's old food. Here we are. Do you have the key? You have both of ours. Oh right. Not working. Rub it. Come on. Try flipping it over. Seriously. Why can't we go inside? I'm tired. Give me yours. You have mine. All right. Please, if you could just... why aren't you opening the door? Can everyone just shut the... Don't go there. Go on a real vacation. Go RVing. Learn more at GoRVing.com.